on last week's Irrevelations. So he goes to God seeking his favor. And God listens because he's like, you know what? I am kind of being a dick. You're in your living room and a f- bobcat breaks in. And you're like, oh, sh- it's biting the sh- you. And then God's like, don't worry. And he sends a bear in. The king of Syria, Hazael, had destroyed the rest of them. It says, like the dust at threshing time. Imagine that. It's like, yeah, if only you'd struck it six times, you would have saved all of Israel. But I don't know why the Bible is written this way. But as soon as it says that Jehoash is buried, it then goes into an anecdote about some shit that he did. Everyone's like, oh, should we go resurrect anyone else? No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Before we turn to the word, I would like to I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed. I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. And pray this simple prayer, Lord, speak to me. Is your motherfucking Bible, Bible boys. <laughs> <laughs> I love having really stupid shit to say like that. Um, you know, I was having a thought, so uh, I follow uh, my school on Twitter, and it's all like posting retweets of like students that because today was commencement for a lot of people like uh they had a late spring commencement for some reason i don't know what a commencement is. it's like uh where you graduate i don't know i don't know actually i didn't go to my graduation i have no idea commencement is actually when you first show up it doesn't matter maybe it's summer someone was graduating and they're posting pictures and the school is retweeting it and like half of them or almost all the ones they post really are like hashtag first generation college grad and I was thinking how awesome it would be to start describing myself as a last generation college grad since I will not be having children. <laughs> and like my family all went to college, so I can't say first. Probably. But maybe I can make last. Make last? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it definitely has a fatalistic uh, point of view. Well, I think it's part of the Green New Deal. It should be. That, let's, 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 let's cut the line. Let's, yeah. uh, let's, uh, it's been a good run. Yep. Uh, no more sucking and fucking. COVID people. 2020 to 2019. Yeah. The next 2019. When they yeah, reset the, after the, following after the second coming of Christ. And then it resets to ADD or whatever the fuck. A-double-Ds. A-double-Ds. That's my kind of Jesus. <laughs> ADHD 2019. Um, AD, AD high definition. Um, oh God. Speaking yeah. of the second coming of Christ, uh, Jerry, Jerry Falwell's Falwell Jr. Jr. <laughs> <laughs> My man. Yeah, My well, man. obviously, obviously we weird. have to talk about him. Uh, he is definitely a patron saint of uh, modern evangelicism to me. And mm-hmm. I don't know if our viewership, our, our audience is aware, but he just stepped down. From Liberty University, where he was the president. His father, if you don't know, founded it. 
Uh, and it was like a little shitty Christian school where you could go and, you know, be sheltered from those scary ideas that turn you into a communist at normal schools. It is a shitty Christian school, but it's one of those shitty Christian schools that for some reason seems to have like a lot of power, I guess. I don't know. I don't know why. Like, I, I, it made sense to me because it was the place where Trump and Bernie both did like a political rally. Like, we got to get these fucking idiots at Liberty University to vote for us. We got to make sure... <laughs> Make sure these dumb fucking pricks know who to vote for. Yeah, they've they've been in and out of the news all the time, not just for their president's antics, ex-president's antics, but for, you know, having really uh, homophobic policies where you, like, couldn't be gay there and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, you can't the, even suck your own off, dick. First off, I'm going to say this. Mm-hmm. Say I don't want to blame the victim, but if okay. you're gay okay. and you and you go to Liberty University, I think that's your fault. Like you know yeah, what you signed up that's, for. That's that's kind of that's that's um Why would you go there? Yeah, what are you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> that's, like, that's like a that's like a white guy moving to Detroit. Like you yeah. know what's gonna happen. <laughs> okay, no, it's not like that. <laughs> God damn it. It's like it's like you go to the zoo and you get eaten and they're like, Well you did climb into the tiger enclosure, so I don't uh. know. And he's just in the tiger enclosure be like, tell the tigers not to eat people. That's what they should do. Yeah. And their Stop. mascot is even a flame, which I'm imagining invol- is indicative of what they do to gay people when they catch you. Mm-hmm. Is they burn you. Like, mm-hmm. uh, light you on fire. So, I don't know. Horrible place, obviously. Um, we have previously covered their um, attempt to secede from Virginia to yeah. join West Virginia, which was really cool. I guess that's not going to happen now that... Uh, Old Falwell Juniors on the fucking land. They've lost their momentum. Their their people probably don't know what the fuck we're talking about. So Jerry Falwell tweeted a picture himself. Instagrammed. He Instagrammed. He He released a photo, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Released a photo of himself. That's right. With some woman who's not his wife, and both of them have exposed midriffs and their pants are undone, and he's holding a drink, and that's absurd. What's even more absurd is he tweeted it with the caption like, ha, 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 good times on the yacht. Uh, by the way, the dark colored liquid in the glass is a prop. Lol. Or whatever the yeah. fuck. You know, like what? So there's a lot to break it. So one, you have the obvious adultery. Oh, right. and then the, yeah, the obvious adultery. Whatever. I mean, who knows? But sounds like it. It certainly doesn't sound like the president of a religious school. No actions. Um, two pants undone. That all weird shit, you know. But yeah. the the whole like yeah, that was the dark liquid in the glass is a prop. Like that's that's real in your mind. Like who's dumb enough to believe that? Has anyone? Have you ever taken a photo in your life? Like hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, I'm in my fucking fifties. We better get a prop of dark liquid so people will think we're drinking, and then I'll tell them that I wasn't drinking. It's a trick, some kind of well, yeah, satire. But- the whole thing is very silly because he even uh, alludes to it being just uh, black water. He says it's black water, not a cocktail, which, of course, on a sailing vessel or any, I guess, seagoing vessel would be <laughs> referring to the sewage hold where the black water is stored. It's like yeah, gray just, water, but grosser. Yeah, so, I just I just got a big old glass of black water. <laughs> and then, I mean, he also might be, uh, I think he's pretty in tight with probably like Eric Prince, right, who runs Blackwater, which, by the way, is called Blackwater again. I don't know if you knew that. Anyways. I, I was aware, yeah. Uh, also, okay, so if my you want to get If you want to get Blackwater, by the way, you should go directly to the source. 
You don't need to yeah. like bottle it and then put yeah. it in a glass. Just get on that ass and slurp, slurp, slurp. I was going to say, eat some ass. Yeah. Eat some ass. Go, for the, go straight for the, the black water source. Uh, let, let me say this. Here's my theory. Okay. Jerry Falwell, who has had a very roller coaster ride of a uh, decade, I would say, mm-hmm. um, getting called out for like, you know, fucking the pool boy. Well, giving the pool boy a whole lot of millions of dollars for some reason. Who knows yeah. why? Yeah. I can't. I can't. Obviously, just assume it's because, you know, he was being cucked by him or what have you. But mm-hmm. very weird relation with this pool boy showing up at all kinds of clubs in Miami, which, you know, basically the city of sin. God's going to get them next. You know, right. New Orleans was first. Miami's next. Then you get to this point and you got to think people are after him. They hate him, you know, with good reason. He's the a pro Trump thing. All yeah. this. Yeah, he's he's just an awful person. So people were going after him. Someone got a hold of this photo, right? Hacked it. I don't know. Was leaked to them. They went to Jerry Falwell Jr. and said, hey, buddy, I got this picture. I'm going to fucking, you know, give me some money or I'm taking it to the press. And what does Falwell do? Like classic diversion tactic. Posted himself. Writes off all the reasons that it's it's innocent. Boom. Get out from under it. And then also have to quit your job because yeah. of it. <laughs> I like that he... um. He, he called into a radio station, also drunk, and tried yeah. to explain it. And he was like, well, you know, she was pregnant and she couldn't get her pants up. And I was wearing, like, some jeans I hadn't worn in a long time. And I couldn't get my pants up. So I just showed up at this yacht party with pants that didn't fit. Yeah, you know, how would I know? It, it, it honestly, it sounds like, um, it sounded like, it, it's obviously just panicked trying to explain something that's obviously ridiculous. Yeah, um, it sounded like uh, Sandusky when he was on that um, Jerry Sandusky's interview with uh, Casas, George Casas. Uh, uh, I didn't Casa? see it, but yeah, but Bob basically Costas. Bob Costas, yeah, where he's like, "Hey, there's a report that you were raping a child in a fucking uh, shower," and he's like, "No, no, what it was is it was like." So we were like, hey, you know, it'd be funny. Let's get all the showers going and then, like, let's pretend we're penguins and we're just slapping around the floor together. <laughs> he was like, that's a weirder fucking excuse than you're just raping a kid. I like, wish you had just told me you were raping them. Yeah, like, what the fuck are you trying to explain? What are you trying to fool me? Like, don't, I'm not stupid. Uh, so, yeah, okay, yes, you're on a yacht, you're on a swinger, you obviously bang a lot of people and you're a huge sinful piece of shit. Just, just be like, guys, I'm okay. trash. Don't, don't just be like, oh, yeah, you know how pants are, you know, where you... You just you just want you're like oh yeah I've only got the three pairs of pants I'm Jerry Falwell Jr. just the three pairs oh and the other two mustard stains so I had to just wear a pair that didn't fit to a yacht party while drinking fake black water you know he, he made huge two huge mistakes because or one but he could have done two things that would have been smarter one let the person release the photo and just deny it that generally works pretty well deep fake yeah or Call two that. lean in hell yeah <laughs> you know. God told me I could do this. Uh, <laughs> that would be funny. This, yeah, just do it. This has worked for a lot of uh, religious leaders in the past, so why it, wouldn't it now? It really does lay, I mean, not that it's a surprise at this point, but it just it does lay the hypocrisy of the church, just openly fucking bare. Just yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'm actually the leader of a school that instructs people on how to be good people. You know, that's our, that's our fucking, our whole stick. You know, yeah. and then he's a piece of shit. People are like, well, nobody's perfect. You know, give him a break. Like, yeah, that's how you feel. You know, oh, yeah, nobody's perfect when it's one of our guys. Oh, guys, remember, we're the church of forgiveness. 
and uh, you know treating each other as as uh, God treated the Egyptians or whatever the fuck you know and then all of a sudden one of them gets kind of like oh no but if it was an illegal immigrant fucking hang him yeah I <sighs> you know it's sad yeah you hate to see it you hate to see you it go to see it because go, honestly know? liberty is probably going to sort of fade into obscurity they'll keep doing well they're they're kind of like. I don't know if you've noticed, but they've like started actually getting a sort of serious sports team lately. We talked They're about getting, that. Yeah. You know, they have a, a doctor of osteopathy program now, which is great. So, like, they're kind of coming into their own. Um, this is going to, I think, allow them to sort of get back behind the scenes, not be in the public eye because of their idiot president. And uh, probably do just fine. <clears throat> Who knows? I, uh, thoughts yeah. and prayers. I wish him Thoughts the best. And prayers. I hope he Tell gets over his addiction to uh, darkly colored liquids and ill-fitting pants. You know what he would have made a great uh, president of? Israel. <sighs> Jesus Christ. I knew it was going to I mean, so he would have been one of the best. Honestly. So stupid tied to the- <laughs> He would have yeah. been one of the best ones. I guess we'll just get into the Bible. Yeah, you're right. He would have been. Uh, oddly <laughs> enough, well, I don't know. Uh, all he needs to do is humble himself before God so that God will pass on judgment to his children. That's what he should have done. Like, yeah. Jeriphal would be like, yep, you caught me, and now my son is stepping down from whatever regional branch manager he is at Kinko's. You know? And they'd be like, yeah, that's fair. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, because uh, that is the way to do it. If you are super bad, God will punish your kids. If you're pretty good, God will just give you leprosy, as it turns out. But we'll yeah, get yeah. into that. Oh, we'll get into that. Well, so... With no further ado, you're listening to the Revelations Podcast. We're the guys that read the Bible so that you don't have to, because you shouldn't, because that's what we're here for. You definitely shouldn't read the Bible, especially this part. Fuck. This part sucks. We're going to make it kind of fun, I think, but it was awful to read. Well, try. Yeah. So, I'm Grant DeVoist. And I'm Cole Deluski. Okay. And uh, this is episode, (laughs) what, 98? Hot damn. And we are starting off this week in 2 Kings chapter 14. Ooh, boy. Getting there. Working our way through this book. Still only like halfway. Goddamn. Yeah. There's just so many fucking kings. It definitely, it's kind of funny because we'll get through it and we'll talk about this. But there's going to be a lot of succession, a lot of dead kings, a lot of short reigns, a lot of turmoil and coups and what that. And, And it kind of. I don't know. Well, when we get to it, but keep this in mind as we're reading today, what is the difference between Kings 1 and Kings 2? At, almost at the point of view of like when God was still anointing kings, how much turmoil yeah. and strife there was, versus now where it's just fucking loosey-goosey, do whatever you want. Yeah, clearly uh, we're in like an accelerationist period of Israel's history here where like things are starting to spiral out of control. There's going to be a lot of foreign influences we're going to find out that's kind Ooh, of fun. Yuck. And... Uh, yeah, it's this is um, this is the bad part of a uh, empire, a very small empire, but an empire nonetheless. So, kicking off chapter fourteen, like I said, what's going on? Well, we had just finished up talking about um, Jehoahaz, who uh, was basically being a dick to Israel. Uh, Hazael was being a dick to Israel, right? Uh, killing people. Um, like 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 he was destined to do because God wanted him to do it. That's right. And then <laughs> Haziel had died, and his son took over, and kind of the Israelites took some land back. So there's been a push and pull, um, kind of just par for the course. There hasn't been really anything that stand out lately. Um, no great men 
just a uh, bunch of no, definitely no great men. Just uh, honestly, that's maybe the reason why it's so fucking boring lately. Is that it's yeah. just the same old shit over and over again. Here's the king. He did the exact same thing as the his predecessor, and he dies the exact same way as his predecessor. And then he has a son who did the exact same thing over and over. We got it. Yeah, yeah. So meanwhile, in Judah, what's going on is that the son of Joash. Now Joash, you'll remember, uh, we covered is the sole survivor of his all of his siblings uh, when the crazy-ass queen, Athaliah, or whoever, it too many Athaliah. fucking names at this point, Athaliah went crazy, tried to kill all of the heirs. He's the one that was saved. A very Moses-like situation. Um, squirreled away into the temple, became a man. Now he's dead, and his son is taking over. His son's name is Amaziah. Um, and he begins his reign... Meanwhile, up in Israel, Jehoash or or uh, Joash, right? There's a couple different pronunciations. It, it's kind of right now. It's going to mention it later, but it's like it, it, the Bible. My Bible refers to it as Joash of Israel and Joash of Judah. Is yeah. that at some point in time, there's actually two different Joashes ruling at the same time? It's confusing as fuck. Yeah. So my Bible refers to the Israelite Joash as Jehoash. And the Judah Joash as just Joash. So that's how I'm able to keep them well, separate. Well, we've seen it with Joram and Jeroboam Jehoram. and stuff. Yeah, Jehoram yeah. and stuff. Like that. Yeah, yeah, we got it. Just Yeah, so the point is, fortunately, we got both of those guys behind us. We have two uniquely named kings now, right? Um, well, Jehoash. Joash is still the king of Israel. But we don't have one in, in Judah because Amaziah has now taken over. Kind of a cool name. Uh, so he's 25 years old when he becomes the king, and he is going to rule, it tells us, for 29 years to the ripe age of 54. It's a pretty good reign uh, I wonder, from what we've been seeing. Because he's not um, Amaziah. It doesn't mention him dying by any like adverse means. He does get some negative shit is. does happen to him, but I don't know that he gets murdered or anything, right? He just dies of old age. I thought he did get murdered. Uh, there's going to yeah, be a lot does. of there's going to be a lot of murdered. Okay. Spoiler alert. Because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm curious because we're, we're kind of seeing an average age of like 50 to 70 years kind of. Yeah. I feel like that's been – in my mind, that's what's been tracking as sort of the average age of – Except for Elisha who was like fucking 500 years old or whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Jesus. I guess. I don't know. He just, he just was there forever. But he might have lived to be – just because of the way it's done – uh, because of their having kids when they're young and they're ruling when they're 25 or something. But um, – I don't know. Maybe it just there were so many cyclic kings that it, it, he probably lived to be like 90 and then just happened to... It seemed old. seemed old, yeah. Yeah. Because of the way oh. it tracks it. But. Amaziah, though, is going to get about 30 years, which I think is a lot from what we've been seeing. I mean, there have been a couple up near there, but... But it does mean he kind of lived to be... Uh, what is it? 25 plus 29. 54. Uh, 54, yeah. So eh, it's kind of... I don't know. Yeah. So it's the Bible tells us that and it, this keeps happening in Judah. So in Israel, it keeps saying that the king sucks, right? And that the king follows uh, Jer- Jeroboam's sin of uh, having a temple that's not the real temple. That's what the Israelite kings do over and over and over again. In Judah, on the other hand, the Bible continues to refer to them as cool guys, really good in the eyes of the Lord. But... <laughs> they all have this one little sin of allowing the high places to still exist, it, it, which pisses me off because it seems pretty similar. The sins of the Judean kings and of the Israelite kings, not that different, right? It's a worship place that's not supposed to be there because it's kind of pagan adjacent. 
Mm-hmm. Like, what's the difference? It, it definitely does seem like a favorite son type scenario. Like both yeah. of them have illegal worshiping locations. That's they're both guilty of that. Yeah. Uh, in the north, they have bull themed, golden yeah. calf themed illegal operations, and in the south, in Judah, they have just high places that are just, I guess, it's like God's like I got my two sons. This one is a date rapist. <laughs> and this one just likes to bang really, really, really drunk chicks. Yeah, Let's I speak. mean, <laughs> you, know, you know, and I don't like that he's driving drunk while he does it. Yeah. But, like, yeah. When, he's, when he's driving them out to the woods to drop them off, yeah, he's it drunk. Sucks that, it's, it sucks that he doesn't, you know, that he lies about having AIDS, but whatever. You Come know, on! Get <laughs> so, yeah, that's what it feels like. It feels like two people are basically doing the exact same crime. Yeah. But obviously Judah is getting the better treatment. Probably have to do with who wrote it. But, um, That's right, because so if, in the end of the day, that is the true seat of power, right? Jerusalem, where they're based. So what's going on? Yeah, uh, Amaziah, he's ruling. The high places are still going on. People are burning incense up there, which just sounds fun. You know, going up in the mountains, burning them incense, having, having a, like a bonfire, spirit, yeah. spirit quest. Probably getting a right? little bit fucked up, sure. Drinking goat time. blood, maybe? I don't know. Drinking I would. black water. <laughs> yeah, this is this is just goat blood. It's not a. <laughs> Sorry, it's not. This is a prop. This is just for fun. <laughs> That's what they should have said. But they're like, what are these high places? Like, it's a prop, God. <laughs> I'm just. We're doing a joke, God. It's Halloween. Yeah, it's just. We thought it would be funny. <laughs> so, you may have uh, recalled the way that Joe Ash died. He. This was a couple episodes ago, so you're forgiven if you don't. But he kind of reformed the temple and rebuilt it, and like made sure that the priests were spending money correctly to get the temple up and running. And maybe because of it, if the Bible's not clear, but for some reason, he pissed someone off in there and was murdered, right? Assassinated. So what Amaziah does, his son, one of his first jobs is to kill all of the officials who participated in that murder. Well, they right? were they his, his servants. Right? They That's probably, right. So he probably just was like, uh, he probably just cared in a restaurant. He was just like, <laughs> excuse me, I know it's not your fault, but this burger I asked for medium well, and it's actually medium. And uh, they're like, sir, it's actually very clearly medium. Cut it open. He's like, I know what I like. And they're like, I would fucking <laughs> kill this guy. I'm going to fucking kill him. Yeah, so for, I, yeah, I think personally that it has to do with all of his reform that he pissed off the priests. But again, no I, evidence of that. I mean, yeah, because reform is a – yeah, he did financial reform in the priests. He probably it, – it's like attacking cop pensions. Obviously, yeah, that's going to – <laughs> All priests are bad. APAB, maybe. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, because he was raised in the church and then he came out and made the church. But this isn't the story of Jewish. But so he was murdered by his servants. So Amaziah's first rule is like, hey, those guys that killed my dad, uh, yeah, you're definitely going to die. Which really makes me wonder what those servants were thinking. It must have been just a crime of passion. Because yeah. we'll see in, in Israel, when you kill the king, you become the king. These guys were just like, yeah, let's kill him and then just see what happens, baby. Well, we're looking at it at face value. What do you think are the actual odds that Amaziah maybe goaded them into doing it? You know, and then you got to cover your tracks, right? That's classic court intrigue, right? Have someone murder your dad, right? Spur them into it. Hey, I'm going to be king. I'll take care of you. And then fucking kill him when you're done because you don't want him telling the story. Right? If I had to guess, I would imagine that uh, Joe Ash is a lonely guy. And his one way of like entertaining himself is he plays Battlefield. Or battleships, okay. battleships with the sure. other guys, and he obviously cheats. And they're just okay. like, God, every fucking time they're like B seven, like you can see him just moving his battleship. You're like this motherfucker. 
And then finally, just one time, you just hit him with an old bone. You know, <laughs> just, just never put any of your ships on the on the table. That's how you win. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so he goes after, kills all these guys, but in an act of serene mercy, decides not to kill their children. So he just kills the servants, not their kids, and says that the reason he did that is because apparently, and this was back in Deuteronomy 24, if you remember, apparently uh, children should not suffer for the sins of their parents, nor parents for the sins of their children, which isn't really the policy (laughs) that God's been adhering to. Yeah, I don't know if that's the theme of this fucking whole book lately. It's all been like, hey, you fucked up? Don't worry. Your kids are going to get it. You're fine. Exactly. Your kids are going to Ge- get it. General, generational sin debt has been a recurring theme. It is fucking insane that now we're going to be like, yeah, but the kids are all right. It's it's weird because we're basically they're like Amaziah, who, who sinned in the way of his fathers, is a better man than God. He's certainly, he's like, whoa, 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 kill a, ki- a kid for the sins of his father. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We have rules. We're not fucking savages like some people. <laughs> and God's just like, I better not be directed at me. Well, I wonder if it's just that it's one of those rules for thee and not for me, right? Like humans can't punish children of sinners. God can do, obviously, and evidently, whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> Loves so. it. Yeah, you know? We'll get to that later in this chapter. It's a funny fucking right? chapter. It's not going to take long. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna find out what happens to Jehu's kids. But, it, you know, the whole point, it's so fucking duplicitous. And, and honestly, fucking stupid. And it, it just makes me think that even the Bible doesn't know how to interpret God's will. Even the actual word of God, obviously, at face value, at its most simplistic form, doesn't make any goddamn sense. So no. they're just like, oh, yeah, well, Amaziah was like, no, I shan't kill you. Because as we know, as Moses said, you shall not punish a, a, a child for the sins of a father. And then like they're like, and then God, because God promised Jehu that his kids would fucking die. He was like, I have to do it because of those sins you did. I, hey. everyone, everyone knows that the sins of the father must be punished on the kids. You know those. You know that old song. Rules are rules. <laughs> rules are rules. <laughs> I have altered uh, the deal. Pray I do not alter it further. <laughs> uh, it gives us a little extra background on what Amaziah gets up to. It says that he's the one who defeated 10,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt and captured Selah in battle. And then renamed Selah to Jokthiel, which is the name that it says the name that remains to this day. Fun fact, this is the only time in the entire Bible, nay, all of history, that the word Jokthiel appears. So, <laughs> so I don't knows? know how long it remained to being Jokthiel, but it doesn't exist and never did, apparently. Um, it's now okay. named Chadberg. Chadberg. Uh, so what does Amaziah do? Well, he just defeated the um, uh, Edomites. He's feeling a little scrappy, right? You know how you get a little uh, little swag in your step after you get a minor win in battle? Right, right, right. I remember one time I was at a park, and I was trying to get through a gate at the same time like this little eight-year-old was. So I just pushed his head, you know, till he fell. Yeah. And then yeah. afterwards, I was like, damn, I can kick anyone's ass now, you know? Yeah. And did you? Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> there was a guy who was, like, getting out of his car, and I just kicked his car door onto his leg, and then I ran, because I felt real confident. <laughs> yeah, fuck Vietnam vets. <laughs> okay, so, uh, what does fucking Amaziah do but decide, oh, I can best the, the Edomites, 
why don't I go kill some Jews? <laughs> <laughs> I've, it's time for me to step up. I killed some filthy Edomites. Time to step up and kill some big old Jews. So without an ounce of explanation, this king, who, by the way, did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, air quotes, that's what it just told us about him, goes to uh, the king of Israel, Jehoaz, and says, let's fight, motherfucker. Let's go. Oh, sorry, Joash, not Jehoaz. He goes to Joash and says, let's have a fight. No reason. Just let's kill some of our soldiers in battle. Yeah, sometimes you just get a little too many soldiers. And do you think like, it's that he's trying to take over Israel, or do you think he just wants to practice? It's not really explained, because we know that Israel and Judah do war at times. Sometimes they're buddies, sometimes they're not. There was a, a massive a period of civil war right after the splitting of the nation. So, yeah. I don't know, maybe they're fighting over something. We know that they do fight. It's never really explained why they're fighting. And we never really hear about... Because even if they were to fight, the tribes are pretty differentiated. And yeah. I'm not sure that it would matter, but the actual territories of each tribe are pretty well established. And they're yeah. not supposed to be traded. So, even if Judah was like, yeah, we took this city, then now we own a little bit of Naphtali land or whatever, they might be like, hey. It's still Naphtali, right? What the fuck are you guys doing? You know, yeah. Naphtali belongs to Israel. Get the fuck back. So, who knows? I don't know. Whatever. Just bloodshed. Blood for the blood god. But maybe, it's all all, can... maybe it's all about taxes. Maybe they could take a little bit of northern mm. territory, some Benjamite land, and just be like, okay, now you pay us taxes and the front lines here. There. I, I don't know. It or doesn't make them really. Part of Judah. Right? Yeah. Make them. Sur- uh, yeah. it, does, it doesn't really explain it. Maybe maybe we covered in Chronicles a little bit deeper, but but the point is he's Hopefully. like, hey hey, are we going to have a fight or what? And it's pretty funny uh, what Joe Ash says in reply. So it doesn't make a lot of sense on its face, but basically he says, so a thistle in Lebanon sends a message to a cedar in Lebanon, basically calling, of course, the Judean king the thistle and himself the cedar tree right he says that the thistle sends a message saying give your daughter to my son in marriage and then a wild beast in lebanon all right so this fucking first off for some reason the thistle and the tree in this analogy have children that are trying to get married and then we bring in a boar to this analogy or some sort of wild beast which tramples the thistle underfoot so what the king of israel wants you to take from that is that just because you won a little fight doesn't mean you get to go hard on in the paint now against me. Like, it's not... Yeah, you know, just because you won a couple of intramural skirmishes doesn't mean you can just take on the champ. You're not you're not there yet, buddy. It, it doesn't really make sense. I'm like, trying to think of the analogy. It'd be like, uh, I, I get into a fight at school. And I yeah. beat the shit out of that kid. And now I'm ready to fight my dad. And then yeah. as I'm on my way to kick my dad's ass, I just get hit by a car. You yeah. know, and they're like, there you go. That's That'll teach you to think you should stand for. He's like, I don't, I guess, you know. Oh, remember when that slave finally stood up to his master and died of AIDS. And you're like, I guess? I don't. I it don't doesn't know. make sense. Yeah. It would be better if, like, Judah was the wild beast and ate the thistle and then tried to eat the tree, but the tree fell on it and it was paralyzed. <laughs> okay. Like Greg Abbott, <laughs> Greg the governor Abbott. of yes, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so I don't know. It's a horrible analogy, but he's a king, not a poet, right? 
Yeah, yeah. He, and he seems like he might be kind of illiterate. But the yeah. point is, is that, like, which is a good sign of a good leader, is their inability to read. That's why we're doing so great today. Um, <laughs> Bingo. But the point is, he's like, like, he's like, yeah, let's have a fight. And, and Joe Ash is like, st- sitting up in Israel, like, are you high right now? Like, yeah. All right. You want to get your ass he tries kicked? To, he tries to talk him out of it. He's like, I don't want to fight you, bro. Yeah. You I know, mean, like, it would honestly be a waste of shoe leather. As I scuff it on your fucking teeth. (laughs) But, all right. Uh, You have indeed defeated Edom, and your heart has lifted you up. Glory in that. Stay at home, for why should you meddle with trouble so that you should fall, you and Judah with you? So, it's so patronizing. It's like, no, 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 you had a little fight. Just enjoy it. Go home. Bang your wife. It's great. Don't make me wipe out your nation. Yeah. It, it's it almost is like he's goading him into the fight, yeah. you know, because that is obviously a slap in the face. It, I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely patronizing. It's like, no, no, we're going to have a fight. Come on, buddy. Take your little three inch penis. Go fuck your fat wife. Have a good evening. You don't want to. You don't want none of this. It's like everything you've said is very insulting. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, nah, yeah. buddy, come on. I'm looking out for you. You and your fucking poor kid and your old Buick. And your shitty house, the one that can see the Wendy's from the front window, you know, go 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 home to that. I mean, it would be nice to have a Wendy's in walking distance. Um, Wendy's brings crime. I guess. Okay. <laughs> so that's beside the point. Uh, yeah. Uh, I just wouldn't fall. I just wouldn't fall asleep in the parking lot of one. I'll tell you that much. Fair enough. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bite. I know what you're trying to do here. I'm not gonna go in there. So Amaziah doesn't listen to him calls up the war dogs the two armies meet and beth shemesh and judah and judah basically without any sort of fun description is just immediately routed and every single man flees home on their so home just, territory pfft. in their own town beth shemesh oh, is yeah. in judah they go up to their hometown israel just stomps in kicks their ass yeah so joash gives pursuit pushes them all the way back um, to jerusalem where he breaks down 600 foot section of wall that's a fucking, that's a mess, you know? You really don't You know, you don't just space. clean that up. Yeah. Six, oof. By the way, let's just remember real quick, Joe, this is, in case our timelines are getting fucky, Joe Ash uh, is dead, according to the last chapter we read. Yeah, Joe Ash died in the last that. episode, but I guess this takes no, he's, place this in the time where he's Another flashback. Yeah. So. Sorry, I didn't need to say that, but anyways. Well, uh, meanwhile, I, I, people might be confused that yeah. you were, we, you know, we, we had an entire episode where we said goodbye to Joash, then said yeah. goodbye to Elisha, and now we're just talking about this entire war where Joash is kicking the shit out of people. No mention of Elisha. Who knows? Yeah. And Joash is the same guy that beat the arrows on the ground and all that. Um, and his son, Jeroboam, succeeded him, but now we're back and doing more Joash things. So, it kind of makes you wonder what Elisha was doing this whole fucking time. Elisha's just. Yeah, because he was around. Elisha's just, yeah, because he died after Joash. So at this time, you know, in this time travel episode we're doing today, uh, Elisha's just sitting there, just slow jerking it on some kids' faces and just being like, what's that? There's an entire civil war where Israel and Judah are fighting? I mean, yeah, that's hardly a civil war. It's like a civil battle. Yeah, you know, well, like. whatever. But he's just like, he's well, it's a civil battle in a long-standing civil war. Quote yeah, of like strife. I yeah, guess. this is like North Korea, South Korea. They, they had a couple of skirmishes here and there. But um, yeah. But Elijah's like, yeah, that's fine. Funny so, even. 
uh, after they knock down this huge chunk of wall, they go in and it says they take all the gold and the silver and all the articles found in the temple of the Lord from the treasury and everything from the treasuries of the royal palace. Uh, which, side note, Joash of Judah, right, uh, Amaziah's father, gave all of that gold away already. So I don't know where that fucking gold came from. Remember, he gave it away to uh, make an attacking army leave. I think he did it to... I th- Haziel, maybe. Somebody. He bribed Haziel. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know why. Yeah, well, Haziel attacked Jerusalem, made it that far south, and uh, Joash made him leave with all this gold that now the other Joash is somehow stealing. I mean, there can't be a lot in there, right? I mean, how, it's, how, it's taxes, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, guess. They, uh, There's a little. I'm just saying it's depleted. Yeah, he'd be like breaking in, open a Fort Knox, and it's like there's like some old person's coin collection. Maybe that's why Joash was like goading them. He's like, "Oh yeah, come on." He's like, "Don't worry, guys. When we bust into that vault, steal all their <laughs> fucking money. It's gonna be great." And he gets to there's like, "What the fuck is this? There's eight shekels." And he's like, "Yeah, we." <laughs> God damn it! Wait a minute. You just finished bribing another nation so that you wouldn't be utterly destroyed, and then picked a fight. <laughs> and then picked a fight. And got your ass kicked. Fucking assholes. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, of course, then the Bible explains to us, yeah, if you want to know anything else about uh, Jehoash, then you can, uh, and about the war, that's going to be in Chronicles. So I guess we'll get to that eventually. And then it says Joash rested with his ancestors. But we already knew that because it said that in the last chapter. But I, whatever. I, I don't Fuck know it. if we mentioned it because I feel like we skipped right over it. But in this battle, Amaziah gets taken hostage. It, oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's, it's a it's that. a weird side note because he gets taken hostage with like they basically they they defeat Amaziah in the field, they capture him, they capture a bunch of people, then they then sack Judah. Yeah, but then like he the, the next thing we hear is Amaziah is back in power. So I, I guess it was just a maybe he just maybe just uh, maybe just Joash just took him and just gave him a bunch of fucking noogies and they just yeah. like uh, pants probably him a rants. Bit. Ransom backed or sued for peace or whatever. You I know, that's bet you he wore a wore. soft shoe like a Native American moccasin and just lightly kicked him in the balls like eight times. Huh. That's what I would do if I had captured an enemy. Just well, good. Just all fours tied down, strapped to a chair, and I'm just sucking them nuts. All right. I'll make a note of that for when we're writing the Cole Bible <laughs> that will include that. I would have a tone. velvet yeah. glove and I'm just <laughs> speed bagging them. <laughs> Okay, cool. Should have fucked with <laughs> Israel, bitch. <laughs> so Amaziah somehow does get back home, presumably. And it says that he lived for another 15 years after Joash died. And uh, who succeeds him? Jeroboam. So now we got Amaziah and Judah, Jeroboam, and Israel, right? Again. Uh, after that 15 years was up, how is he killed? None other than a conspiracy against him. So he tries to get away from Jerusalem to flee this conspiracy of, of killers and gets to Lechish, but they sent men after him and killed him there and brought his body back to bury it in Jerusalem. So it's kind of a sad way to go out, you know, not like a king at all. Lachish, Lachish, whatever the fuck you want to pronounce it, is a fortified city uh, that was sacked by Joshua. It's, it's a, a formerly a Canaanite royal city. Oh, so it was nice. a, it was a major city. Joshua sacked it. Uh, it was a fortified city. They reinforced it. So it makes sense that he would try to flee to it. Yeah. But they got him. So a lot of, lot of uh, conspiracy murder lately in Israel. Very much so. Yeah. Um, and out of that uh, 
particular murder comes the new king of his or sorry the new king of judah uh azariah amaziah's son because they wanted to keep it really confusing and yeah, give them yeah, almost yeah. the same it, name it's um it is kind of interesting because as we as we get into this similar things happen up north but it kind of makes me wonder up north whenever a conspiracy happens and they kill the king Generally speaking, a new king takes over. It's a different dynasty. It's a different line. It's whatever. You know, there's no real thread of lineage up north. Whereas yeah, in Judah, it seems like no matter what happens, it's still quote unquote the line of David. Yes, as God you promised know. to this very day. Which seems to suck. I mean, I don't. I don't know much about the line of David. I don't know if it's going to come to play later in the Bible. But his kids suck. His whole line oh, yeah. sucks. Well, that's why I, I think that's why it always says, oh, he was good except for all the bad stuff he did because, you know, they have to uh, keep sort of the mythology of David's lineup, yeah. you know, for like, the sake of, like, their culture. Yeah. I mean, David's a good guy. I mean, he did go on, you know. No, David was the worst guy. <laughs> there was the one was. good one, Asa. Asa was Asa, okay, I think. And I guess you that's could almost it. say um, Joash of Judah. Was, yeah, he's all right. You know, yeah, you know. Whatever. I mean, he sold off. He sold off all his fucking gold just to not fight Hazael. He didn't trust God. Yeah, I think he's a coward. He's a pussy. I'm gonna kill all of them. Um, huh. So yeah, 16 year old Azariah, the son of Amaziah, uh, comes to the throne, and it lets us know real quick uh, that he is going to be the one who rebuilds Elath and restored it to Judah. Uh, Elath. Uh, I don't is know where that a- is. Elaf is Sounds a coastal like. town that was important for trade. Not that any of this matters. Nope. So I guess the not. significance of it is is that he reestablished a coastal trading town that uh, they would fight over a lot because it was just good territory. Hell yeah. That's fun. So cutting back to Israel um, and cutting back in time another 15 years or so, uh, Joash died, as we said. Um, and Jeroboam, his son, becomes the king of Israel in Samaria. Uh, this, if you're keeping track, is the fourth person in the line of Jehu. You better watch who, out. As God promised, there will only be four generations. As we're about to find out, technically that's five, because Jehu doesn't count, right. I guess. Because we're going to have one more guy after Jeroboam, but we'll get to that later. So, it tells us that Jeroboam, again, isn't that the first leader of israel was jeroboam right yeah this is probably jeroboam yeah. it might even be the jeroboam or the third okay it sounds like so jeroboam is going to reign for 41 years which pretty badass um the reason comes in the next verse why does he get to reign for 41 years because and i quote he did evil in the eyes of the lord and did not turn away from any of the sins of the other jeroboam that's why he uh, lasted which, so long <laughs> yeah what the fuck? I don't know. None of it makes sense. It, 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 it's I'm beyond caring. It doesn't make yeah. any fucking sense. And, and, and it's one of those things that, like, it's so obvious in retrospect that the, I guess, rabbis or storytellers, whoever was telling this story is absolutely full of shit. Because yeah. it obviously doesn't make sense. So you just have to explain everything away with, well, um, yeah, that's what God wanted. God likes having turmoil. And then, because it, it couldn't just be that a bunch of kings are just getting got every left, right, and center. Uh, obviously, yeah. and they're evil. So you have to justify it somehow. Like, well, yeah, but one time uh, he wrote a very sick apology note. So I decided to let him live in four generations and then wipe Yeah, it's going to get even worse in this chat, in this uh, episode. 
uh, than that, where as in bad things happening to good people, supposedly good people, which, hey, obviously happens in real life. It's their insistence that this is uh, all divinely inspired. I feel like keeping to that in in general, you know, like when I found out Herman Cain died, I was so happy (laughs) that God showed himself. Well, bad things happen to great pizza guys. Yeah, you know, I was like, oh, that's what God wanted, must be. I mean, if he's getting so deeply involved, you know, that's what happens anytime any, every time a kid gets leukemia, you know. Like, I like that the people like to be like, oh, God works in mysterious ways. Like, no, he doesn't. He just takes credit for <laughs> random shit like ISIS, you know. It's not really. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good strategy, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so what's going on with him? He's, yeah, he's ruling in Samaria. And actually, he does a whole lot of awesome stuff. So um, he basically reestablishes a lot of Israel's border that had been lost throughout the years. Um, he was the one who restored the boundaries from Lebohanath to the Dead Sea, which is the Dead Sea is up from Samaria in the direction of Damascus, right? The Syrian capital. Um, he, uh, what else does he do? He's, he's the one, uh, in accordance with the Lord, word of Lord, he spoke through his servant Jonah. Wait, is that Jonah Jonah? I, I don't know. It, it, basically, he's like getting commands. Let's just read the verse. Okay. Because you're all over the fucking place. Shut up. He restored the territory of Israel from the entrance of Hamath to the Sea of Arabath, according to the word of the Lord God of Israel, which he had spoken through his servant Jonah, the son of Amittai, the prophet Amittai. Yeah, Amittai, the prophet who was from Gath Heifer. I don't know if it's the same Jonah. I'm sure it isn't, because I'm pretty sure, like, just looking ahead, like, Job, Jonah, all the stories that I've heard of seem to be coming, like, way off in the future, so I don't know. Sounds awesome. One second. Dude, yeah, it's the same Jonah. So it's like, uh, <laughs> is it like that scene in Iron Man 2 where, like, uh, Coulson's like, yeah, I'm busy, I got shit to do in New Mexico, and they were talking about Thor the whole time, like, it's just a weird... Yeah, eventually we're going to come back. When we get to the book of Jonah, it's going to be about this Jonah. Because it says that he, uh, yeah, the book of Jonah takes place in the reign of Jeroboam II. Weird. Oh, yeah. Very, very strange that he's, he kind of gets just like a little, uh, again, like you said, it's like a Marvel thing. Like, oh, there's Captain America running in the background, you know? Yeah, yeah. You're just like, oh, and then he spoke to some guy named Jonah, some prophet. I don't yeah. know if he was important later. So he has this whole book later on, and I think a lot of people probably know that story, but we'll stray away from that for now and instead continue on. So part of the reason that even though Jeroboam II was a piece of shit, part of the reason that he was able to be very successful and reign for so long is because despite his being a shit, God saw that Israel was suffering and used Jeroboam II to kind of help him out. Um, he, he, He adhered to his promise that Israel would not be blotted out. Because, again, it's God's people. That would kind of be a mark against him if they were. Just it, saying. It, it it sounds like God is like, again, we keep using this, some disconnected alcoholic dad. Yeah. And his kids, he, and they're living in a shitty-ass trailer park, and it's garbage. And everyone looks down on him. Yeah. And his kids are just in the yard throwing rocks at each other. And he's like, I swear to God, one of these days I'm just going to go out there and kill you. But if I do that, I have to admit I'm a failure. Whereas yeah. right now, everyone just kind of is saying it. Yeah, technically, they're alive, so uh, CPS cannot put me in jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, they eat macaroni, cheese, and ketchup every night. 
But okay, that's they awesome. Are eating. So I mean, you can't. Only he's like, like God's like only I can judge me. Okay. Yeah, I feel like you're really alienating our impoverished audience members. Should maybe walk back that. Macaroni and cheese and ketchup is a fine meal. Yeah, if you're poor. Some people, some people live in food deserts and they don't have a choice. Cole. Oh my god, saying. they deserve <laughs> death. Okay, so um, what happens? God basically uh, helps him fight a bunch of people and if you want to know more about it fuck it go read it yourself it says that he even took he went so far as to take damascus am i reading that right in uh verse 28 um for all the other events in jeroboam's reign and including I, I his military i don't know it sounds like he took something from damascus and hama not that he took damascus and hama this sounds like i i, I think they got looted and they recovered spoils from Damascus. It doesn't oh. sound like he took Damascus. Well, here's what mine says verbatim. Including how he recovered for Israel, both Damascus and Hamath. Hmm? Now, Hamath makes sense because that's a city on the Dead Sea. So it would make sense that he would recover it and take it back from Syria. But it, it seems to imply that he went so far up north as to take Damascus. I'll, I'll just read what my Bible says. Now, it is New King James, which is less accurate. Shit. Um, uh, Now the rest of the acts of Jeroboam and all that he did, his might, how he made war, and how he recovered for Israel from Damascus and Hamath what had belonged to Judah. So when I'm reading it, it sounds like spoils. He He recovered from Damascus stuff that belonged to Judah, not that he recovered Damascus, which belonged to Judah. I don't know. Whatever. I like my version. He took Damascus. He's a badass. Bec- and that's why, you know, evil guys, that's why chicks love them. They take things <laughs> Bad boys, that they want. They just take it. Yeah. You know, like uh, yeah. Brock Turner. Ted Bundy. Okay, so. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, anyways. And really, should Brock Turner be punished for okay, his so impropriety? Okay, so Jeroboam II eventually I died. wonder what God would have done. Probably get Jerob- him a pass. I think he's a better guy than David. Uh, so Jeroboam eventually <laughs> dies, and his son, Zechariah, succeeds him as king. That is the fifth in the line of Jehu, and I promise the actual last one. Right. That's the end of chapter 14. So I think that's where we're going to call it for today. Yeah, kind it was of a shorter ep. Yeah. But after last week, you probably need it. You need a break. I, and I think the reason why it's going to be a short ep is I, I like the rest that we're going to get into, I feel like nothing happens, really. It's just... Not a lot. It's just, here's a king, he did evil, he got got, here's another king, he got So I almost want to, like, read ahead a lot, yeah. and just do, like, a summary episode where we just, because I'm... Well, like, there's a lot of cool whoa. stuff with Assyria about to happen. Okay. Because I feel like we're going to cover this again with fun. Chronicles, it's even going to be even lamer than that. I don't know, it's a Well, we'll thing. really blaze through Chronicles if it's uh, the same shit over and over again. So, hopefully we can that's get... The, that's the Grant promise. Uh, what's our... Yeah, we don't want to, you don't want to talk about that <laughs> episode at all. I don't I care. Know. I heard I heard uh, I'll outro right it's now. It's just random shit. I don't know. Uh, outro is because I want to talk about Kanye West. Okay, so if you don't already follow us on Twitter at Bible Pimps, and if you want to send us an email, you can do that at revelationspodcast at gmail dot com. What is it that you want to say about Kanye? Because I just can't wait. <laughs> well, it's not the major. Uh, I I heard that. I guess there's some like allegations. That Trump's campaign manager, or Trump's campaign anyway, is coordinating directly with Kanye West's campaign manager. 
Yeah. I think. To steal black people from Joe Biden. To steal the black people from Joe Biden. And I'm not black. I have no idea. I don't like Kanye West. I don't get the allure. But I also didn't like Trump. And I didn't get the allure. So maybe I'm. Maybe. Maybe there's an opinion about him that I don't get. But I feel like. Uh, Kanye West trying to go out there to snag the black vote is weird. Like I, I feel like I'd rather vote for David Duke, but I don't know. He didn't write no music. So. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a tough one. I mean, I think Kanye West is just an egomaniac, and it has very little to do with like how people are affected. You know, it's right. if what he's doing is obviously his brand. As it always, I, I, I just, don't give a fuck. I just wonder if West Kanye. Would steal okay. more votes. <laughs> In case you know what I was talking about, I just wonder I if he would steal more votes, steal more votes from Republicans than he would Democrats. I feel like it's presumptuous to be like, yeah, he'll steal a lot of liberal black votes. But well, I, I mean, in the words of Joseph Biden himself, uh, uh, the Latinos, unlike the blacks, have a diverse culture <laughs> and aren't all the same. That's fair. God, that was that was so fucking cringe. What was the what was the quote? He said that that was what he said. He, he said. said that- he said, unlike the blacks, the Latinos actually have a lot of different opinions or something like that. Okay. He already walked it back, but God damn. Uh, the only thing, the only thing I, I'll say is that I feel like when you're talking about self-hate within the black community – as opposed to the, I know a lot of Hispanic people that hate other Hispanics based on racial lines. Like I've known like a Hondurans are like, man, I fucking hate Guatemalans. And then there was like sure. some like I knew a Mexican guy who was like, yeah, I just fucking hate uh, Venezuelans. I was like, what the? F- I'm Mexican. I can't tell the difference. Why would you guys? <laughs> <laughs> what the well, fuck like, is this beef? Who cares? Obviously, I mean, in America, like here, here we are, the race experts. Coming in <laughs> well, I, I'll admit, I have no idea. I'm, I'm, I'm coming from the point of view of well, absolute confusion. I have no idea. We, the, the way that, uh, black people in general were brought to America, stripped them of their like culture. Right. right? And they were, whereas, you know, a lot of, uh, Hispanic immigrants are coming, like still coming into this day and like, are still connected to where they're from and have family there and shit. <laughs> So it, that's why we, we, we've know. talked about the homogeny of Africa as a race, I guess. Until you go to Africa, obviously. Yeah, but as a continent, because they, that, you know, when they were brought as slaves, they they weren't really yeah. keeping very good track. Yeah, given given Christian names and all that bullshit. Right, yeah. right, right. So there's definitely been a cultural erasure and heritage erasure of, of, of black people, as opposed to Hispanics who can come over and fight their way through the desert and still be like, God, I fucking hate Guatemalans. So. You know, <laughs> Take it for what you will, you know. But Fair point. Um, I wonder. That's just a byproduct of the migrant caravans <laughs> that are assaulting our borders every Boy, day. Boy, those coyotes will take everything from you. Uh, all right. Well, we solved racism. I guess that's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs>